and welcome to The Professional Podcast, a podcast featuring expert advice, first-hand student accounts, news, events, and scandals in the world of PR, brought to you by Central Michigan University's Chapter of Public Relations Student Society of America. My name is Elizabeth Hamilton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sophia Rendazzo, for a brand new episode. Today, we will be discussing what a sabbatical means and the professional and academic successes of our very own Dr. Alina Irzikova. She made her way from a reporter to editor-in-chief of a regional newspaper in Russia. While working as a journalist, she taught journalism courses, university public relations students, and ran her own journalism school for beginning reporters. She also worked as a PR manager for a political party in Russia. Her academic and professional specialization and passion located at the intersection of journalism, public relations, and political communication. She has published and presented a number of academic papers and received several academic and professional grants from various organizations. Her main hobbies, photography and travel, are journalism driven. Erzakova was named an emerging scholar in 2012 by the Association of Education in Journalism and Mass Communication. She is also a fellow of the Planck Center for Leadership in Public Relations at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Very good start. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background in PR? Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, as I always uh, tell my students and my friends and anyone who is willing to listen to me, <laughs> I'm telling these people, uh, your friends can betray you, but your profession will never betray you. Choosing the right profession is very important because it doesn't matter what would happen in your life. Having a great profession that you really enjoy will help you get through. So and it would not matter as much what happens uh, to you. We all have uh, issues, problems, sad situations, but if we have a good profession and how do you decide which is good is which, or which is not, if you are willing to do a job without receiving any payment, it means that you really like your, your profession. So, and it's about me. Uh, I guess I would do research anyway. I would come to a classroom even if I'm not paid because it's my passion, it's my life. Uh, thank you. I think that is a very ap- accurate description of yourself. From what I've saw in your classes and your passion, it just shines through everything. So how long have you been a professor at CMU? I, I was hired in uh, 2009. Oh, wow. I was uh, a doctoral student at University of Alabama. And in that time, um, in 2009, early 2009, I was interviewing at a number of universities in the United States. But the central really, really appealed to me because of students. Oh. <laughs> so it, it became clear from the first minute I stepped on, on campus how great students are and I I saw my future 
uh, here. So, and uh, I was very happy that uh, journalist department thought the same, that <laughs> I'm a good fit. <laughs> How could they not? So why did you originally go into PR? We kind of touched on this earlier, just your love and passion for it, but what made you realize like PR is what you want to do? Uh, public relations is, uh, pro is providing you with an opportunity to change the world for the better. And this is the main uh, reason why I chose PR. Um, by itself, PR is not bad or good. It's what, uh, how you use PR makes a difference. Right? So PR can be manipulative, yes. Mm -hmm. And PR may, may be ethical and honest and serving society. And this is actually a part of my uh, sabbatical research project. I'm looking at uh, how to teach public relations activism because this is what society needs us, PR educators, to do, to move beyond just teaching students how to communicate with target audiences on behalf of corporations. We want to do PR with society in mind. We want to make sure our students understand the consequences of corporate communication. So how much experience do you have in the PR field? Uh, this is a very interesting question because um, in, the, in the U.S. and in the West, journalism and public relations are separate professions, correct, or occupations. Not so much in Russia. It was absolutely naturally uh, for me to move from journalism to public relations. Because in, uh, uh, in Russia, uh, when you work as a journalist, it presumes that you are an advocate, okay? You are advocating for people who can't advocate for themselves. Okay, you take a stand on the issue, you protect rights, you defend uh, marginalized uh, categories. And this is why I eventually moved to public relations. While working on stories, I saw a clear need of uh, various organizations. In, they needed PR support. For example, an orphanage. Uh, it's not just enough. It wasn't just enough, and it's still not just enough to take a good care of uh, newborn babies uh, who don't have parents. You have to tell the world, we have these babies and they are searching for parents, right? So, and I created and was in charge of a media relations campaign when we were publicizing uh, this uh, particular orphanage for newborn uh, babies, like 
This is baby, let's say, uh, Katerina. She is one month old. Um, she is a beautiful girl. She is whatever, right? And it was pictures, it was videos, and potential parents would come with uh, a newspaper and tell the staff, I want this girl, Katerina. And you know what? Sometimes our photographer would would um, would mess up, and uh, the staff would say, "You know what? It's actually not Katerina; it's Ivan." <laughs> uh, a potential parents would say, "It doesn't matter. I still want this baby." <laughs> so, and I saw, uh, I felt such an impact. Right. So, and you see, it's a it's a borderline. It's journalism and public relations, uh, and this is how I eventually moved uh, to public relations. Uh, it's clearly uh, linked to political changes in Russia in that time when we really needed uh, uh, democratic forces to come to the power, okay? Mm -hmm. That uh, the communism ideas were absolutely discredited and we wanted to make sure that democratic ideas would win and democratic candidates would be elected at different levels, city, regional and national level. So this is how I ended up working uh, for a political party. And what uh, what year was that? What year did you end up coming to the United States? Uh, 2003. 2003. So I came here um, first. First, I was here in 2000. Uh, mm -hmm. It was um, a part of um, uh, a program for Russian uh, newspaper managers. I had a fellowship at uh, the Decatur Daily in Alabama. Decatur, Alabama. Uh, it was two and a half months program. I learned how uh, American US journalists worked. I loved them. They loved me. They invited me again uh, in 2002. I came again for two months and uh, the editors took me to University of Alabama and introduced me to uh, journalist department chair. So this is how I became a master's student and after that PhD student, so in 2003. Awesome, thank you. So moving on to the sabbatical topic, um, do you wanna give us just like a brief explanation of what sabbatical is just so that our listeners understand? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sabbatical uh, means that a tenured track, a tenured professor leaves university for one semester to work on a research project. It's not given to you. You have to ask, you have to apply. Uh, your uh, project has to be approved because we are still paid while professors are on sabbatical, we are still paid, yes, to do research. It just, uh, while in the normal life, normal semester will include teaching, 
service and research when a professor um, is having a sabbatical leave, he, she, they usually focus on research only. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, a great opportunity to catch up with uh, what is going on uh, regarding most recent scholarship and uh, beef up uh, your CV in terms of publications, and most important, to stop and think about what can you learn from most recent scholarship that you can apply in your classes. And this is how I ended up doing research on how to teach public relations activism. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yes, because again, it's not just about advancing uh, the organization through social media, websites, writing press releases, and so on. It's about how to help uh, your organization become a responsible citizen. Yeah. So I gotta say, it broke my heart uh, last semester finding out I wasn't gonna have you for five fifty six. But it was a, definitely a pleasant surprise to see you still in the classroom. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is one of the uh, minuses of having a sabbatical. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's a lot of pressure. I think, at least me, I still work at least 50 hours a week. Uh, this uh, uh, thought process never stops. It's a lot of pressure to make sure that you collect your data, you have time to thoroughly analyze and uh, write a paper as a result of the sabbatical. And uh, having this just, you know, one activity, uh, it's quite hard. Uh, and not going to class and meet with students Okay, and as you know, you are my <laughs> source of inspiration. Is so, you're coming to my graduation, so <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> I will cry. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, so, what are you studying on your sabbatical again? And can you just give us a little inside scoop on what you're studying? Yeah. So, uh, why it's important to um, examine how uh, public relations educators teach, whether they teach, and if they teach, how they teach public relations activism to students. Because this is what society wants. This is what uh, consumers want, as Edelman Trust Barometer uh, report constantly shows that uh, consumers want brands to take a stand on particular social issue okay and uh my uh goal is to investigate the best ways how to teach students to identify this issue which issue to adopt we have as you know dozens of issues that we can adopt but what is the best most effective way 
to pick an issue for the organization and follow through and make a difference. Yes. How do you make sure that employees support your idea? And while like CEO is saying, we want to change this, but normally people are resistant to change. People don't like changes. So how to explain, how to educate workforce, how to make sure they are on board. So this is, this is what I am working on. So in it, it has been uh, quite an experience. I uh, have interviewed um, uh, almost 25 uh, faculty members uh, all over the world. It's not just the US, it's Australia, it's a few European countries. So multiple perspectives and my head is about to explode because <laughs> I need to analyze and see patterns and uh, I need to um, identify trends and come up with recommendations. So my research project has a very uh, clear practical implication. Okay, so I'm, my, my goal is to help educators just like me to come to classroom and have understanding how to teach uh, students, public relations students, to be change agents. Okay. Not just people who say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. What do you want? Do you want me to uh, uh, fluff a little bit in the press release? Or you do you want me to, you know, hire this? No, 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 no. This is, this is the very past. It's not what society wants uh, us educators to do. It's not just about how to write press release. It's about how to be change agents and how to lead your organization, helping the organization become a socially responsible organization. And I think that's why students have such a big admiration for you is because mm -hmm. that integrity and honesty and willing to like learn even from your students is huge. Oh, absolutely. This is, uh, it's not one way process. I think every educator is learning from his or their students a lot. And it's, it's, it's not necessarily like formalized. It's just, you know, it's like through even tiny details, you know, how you look, how you addressed, what you were discussing among yourselves. So it's just all these clues you pick from your students. And plus, uh, uh, at the level I have uh, my students, you have already had one or two or even more internships. And you bring these experiences, first-hand experiences in classroom that I am curious about because it gives me ideas what the industry is doing. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, so you seem very confident in your studies, which is amazing, but are there any complications that are happening? 
Any bumps in the road? Mm -hmm. uh, not really, not really. Uh, public relations educators have been extremely helpful. Uh, they are busy. As I said, they teach, they do service, they do their own research, but they are always willing to help. And everyone has said how important this topic is. I guess I don't have any uh, bumps uh, along the road <laughs> because I'm dealing with uh, public relations educators. Mm -hmm. So yes, people with the same blood. Yeah, right. same blood, same family, same passion. All right, so I think we're gonna start wrapping things up. I just have one or two more questions for you. What is your favorite thing about being a professor here at CMU? Coming to class <laughs> twice a week and share my knowledge, my expertise with students and be energized by my students and see how wonderful my students are mm -hmm. and how fast the students grow. I mean, in, it's not just uh, um, uh, knowledge growth, it's uh, also growth in the uh, sense of what public relations is, okay? It's not just, you know, bits and pieces of information, knowledge, but this is complex understanding why public relations is important for society. Of course. And um, what advice would you give to someone who is interested in going into the public relations field? I would say just go. <laughs> because public relations is such a broad field mm -hmm. and flexible. And as I always say, public relations is what you want to do with it. Okay. We don't want people who say, as I said, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Let me know what should I do? No, you go to the field and you change it. Okay. Because it's if the field like public relations is not changing, it, <laughs> uh, if it's not uh, evolving, not developing every day, every hour, oh my God, it will be dead very soon. And we need uh, uh, fresh perspectives. We need young people because you will be leaving tomorrow Yes, you will be communicating on behalf of your organizations. You will be making the world a better place. And this is why we want you to be brave. Uh, and we want you to be creative and strategic. And once again, do whatever you want with public relations, because this is exactly what the PR uh, needs. Embrace the change, change the public relations field. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for inviting me. <laughs> and with that, I think we're going to wrap up here. Uh, to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and supporting us throughout the launch of this podcast. 
We'll be back soon with new episodes and some interesting special guests. Make sure to follow The Professional Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To submit any comments or questions or to suggest an episode topic or special guest, reach out to cmuprssa at gmail.com.